Welcome to It's Happening Now at the Generation Center, the growing place for growing people. Now, prepare your heart to receive life through the preached Word of God. Let's go into the sanctuary. Open up your Bibles to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Soon, soon, my brother, soon. We would love soon. I want you to be able to play. Amen. <laughs> no, they're okay. You, t- you turn on the organ. I respect it. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Are you recording? You ready? All right, and it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God hath made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the tree of the fruit. We may eat of the fruit of the trees, rather, of the garden. But out of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant for the eyes, he sorry, it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did, give, did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them were both open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron. Verse 8, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. You skip down to verse 21, and it says, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Amen. Hold the word above your head and say this is the word of God. If I receive this word with only my mind, this word will be dead. This word will not help me. But if I receive this word with the spirit over my mind, over my feelings, over my fleshly desires, this word will be life for me. I receive life. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, receive life today. You may be seated, God. We thank you. Give your name the praise. Lord, we settle down in your word. Lord, just have your way on today. Heal and deliver. Loose and set free. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for... Uh, you and we thank you and asking you for continued prayer amen for all of uh, my family uh, 
and all of Generation family. Let's continue to pray for each other. Amen. Uh, we thank God for Sister Shalay being here on today. Amen, amen. And, and this is three times now. This is three, three times now. We're going to, uh, we're going to, uh, there's an ability. We, we hope that you will decide at some point to come and join us. Amen. They may be today. Amen. And we will be happy to receive you. Amen. Uh, but uh, we thank God for you being here today. It, thank God. It's, it's always good to see um, uh, Sister Clarissa, uh, amen, and her family come in. And it uh, looks like Brother Phil got caught in the rain in some type of way. Amen. Yeah, just got caught in the rain. Amen. It got treacherous this morning. Amen. But I was already out. I was already out. And right as I got into the car, you know, right as I got into the car. So y'all didn't get that favor. I got that favor this morning. But right as I got into the car, I started coming down. Amen. So I was able to escape it. But we are here and we're grateful. Amen. Um, uh, we're, as we continue to move forward, it's, it's important to realize that, that we are going to be under attack. I said it's important to realize as we move forward that we are going to be under attack. As This is a maturing season for us, which means that the stuff that used to go ain't going to go no more. What does that mean? I mean, the stuff, the way that we've been handling things, Brother Rodney, uh, well, let me just talk about myself, the way that I've been handling things in my life, I can't handle it in the same way. I have to move. I have to be more mature. I have to actually submit to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We talk about all that, the Holy Spirit, and we're a holiness church, uh, but, but uh, many of us and many of uh, what the appearance is, is that holiness has to do with a dance. It has to do with you shouting and has to do with uh, uh, speaking in tongues. It does show up in that way uh, sometimes, but all the time it shows up in you be submitted to the Spirit of the Lord. You have to be submitted to it. That means that you may have your way of doing things, your reaction but you're making a decision that I am going to react within the framework of what God has set out for me. And if I don't, I need to repent quickly and get back on track. It is a commitment. It's being, it's being baptized in the Holy Spirit is being totally submitted to the will of God. Can somebody say amen? Oh, and I, can, I don't know about you. Uh, that, that, that results in different things. Uh, like uh, it, it, there's some doubt that I, we have. Has anybody ever had some doubt before? Overcome with doubt. Well, that well, doubt doesn't come from the Lord. So I submit that if we're experiencing doubt and other things, that we need the Holy Ghost. We need to submit to the. We need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Because when we're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Uh, not just about a feeling, but when we're baptized in it, it said that, uh, uh, that there's some fruit of the Spirit. Uh, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. 
Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Yeah, we all need the Holy Ghost. We need to be committed to being submitted to the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout out, if, if you mean it, I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so last week we, we had to bring your superpower to church Sunday. Amen. And um, we, there was a message from God, but uh, there was, you know, Sister June fell ill. And so we pivoted, amen. And I believe that God has something different for us on today. So that message that um, I had ready, we're going to save that until God says to preach it, amen. Uh, but we didn't want to leave that out there. God has given each and every one of us a superpower, amen, amen. But this morning, I wanted to talk to you about becoming or moving, well, becoming better. Somebody say better. This whole thing is for us to become better. And we have to move from hider to seeker. I want to talk to you about moving from hider to seeker. Uh -huh. Moving from hider to seeker. Uh -huh. So uh, in, as, a, as a kid, well, one, uh, we, June and I were at a uh, the planning for a weekend to remember, which is a marriage conference, um, uh, nationwide marriage conference, and um, we uh, got hooked up with uh, the weekend to remember, and um, and it's going to help us in our growth and be able to uh, for us to be able to minister to others, Amen. And so we are grateful for being hooked up, Amen. And, and this brother was, he had said something, and uh, we were watching a video, and it, it stood out to me, and it just stuck out to me. And then, so the Lord had given me uh, from that, and instantly he gave me uh, a message that uh, I wanted to, that I felt that the people needed to hear, moving from hider to seeker. Uh, we used to play as a little kid, I don't know about you, but one of the games that we used to play is hide and go seek. I don't even know the word, the name of it. It doesn't even make any sense. Hide and go seek. Hide and seek. We used to say hide and go seek. What, what y'all said hide and seek? Yeah, well, if my brother was here, he would be on this side. And say, we used to say hide and go seek. Right? So hide and seek. Y'all used to play hide and seek. Whatever. It's the same game. All right? Amen. And one of the favorite uh, things we used to do uh, is, you know, just hide and try to, you know, uh, hide and, and the other person would try to find, you know. But the, the thing is that everybody, uh, nobody really wanted to be the finder. You know, everybody wanted to be the hider. Uh -huh. And one of my uh, favorite places to play hide-and-go-seek was at my grandparents' house, both grandparents' house. Uh, there were, especially at my Grandpa Curtin's house, which was a duplex, and uh, next door there was another one of those duplex, and, but they were connected. And uh, we used to go and play in the attic and basement, uh, Big Ma's room. Uh, uh, you know, the guest room, Uncle Gene's old room. Just It was just 
on both sides, it was just this massive places with all these different areas to hide. Um, one of the, you know, we used to love to play there. We also used to love to play at my grandpa Clemens' house. And at that house, uh, my grandfather was um, what they now call, I wouldn't, he's, I wouldn't call him this out of, out of respect out of him, but I think he was uh, moving, another, a better word for it is that he was a pack rat. He wasn't quite a hoarder, but he's a pack rat. So we'd go in the basement and we would see uh, items from 1970 period, 1970 and 1965. Uh, we used to, one of our favorite items to play in or around uh, was this old sauna, a personal sauna that you would sit in and your head would stick up and you would sit in this personal sauna. And um, uh, the thing, long wasn't working, but we used to love playing around there. And uh, you know, sometimes my, right now I have a, my daughter, Casey, uh, she likes to play. Uh, sometimes when we come in, she tries to hide. And it's funny because Casey would be like this. You know, she'd be hiding, you know, like this. You know, like, like she's hidden. But if you look down, you know, you see her feet, her, her feet thing. So she doesn't, you know, she thinks she's good at hiding. But she really, she really isn't. Can somebody say amen? Um, so uh, there's lot when you we like to play it when there's lots of stuff to go behind. Amen. And so as we look at this text, we see that it's interesting that the first thing, um, the first result of man's disconnection from God, is that men. And mankind, Adam and Eve, decided that they were going to hide. Um, they were, they, this was the first game of hide and go seek. Yeah, I said, yeah, whatever. Y'all call it hide and seek. Again, this is the first game of hide and seek. Can somebody say amen? And so what happened? Amen. As it says there in verse 7, it says, And the eyes of them, and this is they have just been deceived by the serpent. And uh, it said that the eyes of them were both open, and they knew that they were naked. They knew that they were naked. Naked meaning uncovered. They were naked. Hallelujah. They, 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 they knew, they perceived that they were naked. But if you go back and think about it, you understand that uh, that they uh, did not have, they were not clothed. Hallelujah. So they have always been nude. But this particular time, they realized that they were naked. Naked and nude had meant two different things at that time. They were, they were nude, but not naked. Can somebody say amen? What do you mean by that? They didn't have any clothes, but they were still covered. But because of their decision to separate from God, they were both nude and naked. They knew that they were nude, but then they, because they had perceived, they knew and they saw that they were naked. And because they were uncovered, the first thing that they went to do was to 
sew some fig leaves together to make their own covering up to hide. Um, then they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. They hid them themselves from God from behind trees. They covered themselves up with fig leaves and they ran to hide behind trees. The thing about it, though, that I did some research, Brother Philip, the thing about it, Sister Chalet, that the fig leaves, from what I researched, and maybe I'm going to need to go back again, but from what I found, that the fig leaves in this area were not very big. And so what they were doing was taking these little small fig leaves and trying to make aprons of themselves to try to cover themselves. And so uh, it probably looked pretty ridiculous, uh, i.e., Casey, back behind you know, something like this, talking about he, 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 amen. Uh, yeah, they sewed fig leaves together, a futile thing, trying to sew something to cover myself up. Uh, but yet, it was not sufficient. Not only that, but they went, to they went to hide behind trees. Can somebody say amen? Since it was tree that they decided to go to for knowledge, they also sought the covering from the tree. But yet the tree did not hide them either. Can somebody say amen? Uh, that's why, let me pause here. It should not be uh, strange. It should not be weird that Jesus decided to close the gap between you and uh, him and us. We close the gap between you and I and him. Uh, he decided, since we, at first, we decided to go behind a tree to hide. His everlasting symbol to the world was him in front of a tree. That it shouldn't be weird that he decided to die in hanging on a tree, in front of a tree, so that we, he could close the gap between him and us. Uh, no longer were we behind, there was a tree in between us as we set forth. But God decided to come in be front of the tree and close the gap in between you and I. Maybe sometime that it will sink in a little bit later. But we thanks be to God that uh, he is our redeemer. Can somebody say amen? Uh -huh. And so uh, we have here, it says that he, uh, God was he the, the Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord? Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. So uh, understand this: we, you, and I, we're good at hiding. We're good at hiding from the Lord. We're good at hiding. We're good at concealing ourselves. We're good at, at uh, choosing to hide. We're good at uh, hiding from our calling. We're good, or so we think, at hiding our feelings and hiding ourselves from his love and forgiveness. We're good. We've gotten good and crafty at hiding our pain and keeping the past wounds and triggers and uh, burying it deep down inside and hiding it. We're good. We've become good at hiding and seek. We're, we're good at hiding our insecurities. We're good at hiding our fragilities. We're good at hiding when we come to church and trying to act a certain type of way. Uh, we're, we're, we're good at hiding. Uh, we're good at hiding our gifts. We're good at hiding behind excuses. We are good, can somebody say amen, at hiding. 
for good and not good, though. Because what, at the same time, we think that we're good. Y'all go back down, back there. Y'all go back there. Uh, we're good. At the same time, we think that we're good. We're really, it's really a futile effort because God can see us. He can see our feet. Uh, it's like we, you know, we, it's, we, we don't even have a covering. We can see right through all of that. And so it's a futile effort. Hallelujah. But we're good at hiding even it from ourselves. We're good at hiding ourselves from ourselves. And we become so good and so twisted and confused that many of us, when asked, who are you? Some of us may shrug our shoulders and say, I don't even know. Because we're good at hiding. Can somebody say amen? But uh, uh, nobody, uh, the question here is, uh, where are you hiding? Where are you hiding this morning? Are you hiding uh, behind uh, uh, something that happened in the past? Are you hiding behind an excuse? Are you hiding behind from your calling? Is God called? coming in the garden, and here you are diving behind some bushes, trying to avoid God uh, making eye contact with your purpose and destiny. Can somebody say amen? Uh, are you hiding your uh, fragilities? Are you hiding uh, your insecurities when you come to church? When Do you walk in here with your chest pumped out and not wanting to let anybody know that you are, that there's some imperfect uh, imperfections with you are, are you walk do we walk in here and wanting everybody to look at the outside and say oh I'm good or when we call for prayer you don't go up because you don't want anybody to know that you need prayer amen that you're struggling with something how many of us are hiding like that when the Lord the message comes to you and you know the message is for you but yet you are we are so good at hiding from it that we will miss an opportunity to, to have a connection and contact with the word. We'd rather hide our stuff than uh, allow God to even uh, uh, to have what we uh, are hiding. Hallelujah. We'll, but we, if we would really understand what we're doing, actually we would understand that hiding is hindering our growing. Uh, when we hide, we actually, actually hinder ourselves. That hiding actually hurts our own selves. That hiding actually sets us back. That hiding actually hurts us. Somebody say amen. Somebody say that hiding is actually hurting me. Uh -huh. Our hiding is hindering our growth. And so, uh, in, in essence, uh, instead of hiding, we need to expose ourselves to the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to turn not from, from being a hider to being a seeker. Hallelujah. In, in, the, in the game, there was two roles. There was a hider and there was a seeker. And some of us are, are again, we have this tendency to want to be the hiders. Even as little children, we want to be the hiders. But God is telling us today, Brother Rodney, is that he is calling all of us to move from being a hider to being a seeker. 
uh, where do you find that? Hallelujah. Where do you find that? Uh, hallelujah. You find that in the scriptures all over the scripture. Amen. First uh, Chronicles 16, 10 says, Glory ye in his name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to seek God. Somebody say, seek God. So the first reason why you need, there's two reasons. The first reason that you need to be a seeker is that we need to seek God. Uh-huh. Uh, second, uh, first Corinthians, second uh, Chronicle, first Chronicles, rather, excuse me, 1611 says, Seek the Lord and his strength and seek his face continually. Uh, first Chronicles 22:19 says, now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God, and to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's more scripture. You need some more proof? That's okay. In Second Chronicles 7.14, it says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, hallelujah, and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Psalms 24, 6 says, this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Salah. Psalms 27, 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord for all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found, and call ye upon him while he is near. In the New Testament, you need some more proof. Uh, Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find it. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Acts 17, 27 says that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he not be far from any one of us. Colossians 3, 1 says, If ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. That's just that's some proof letting you know that we need to move from being a hider to a seeker. God is calling us to be a seeker. We got to seek God. We need to turn around and stop hiding from God. And we need to seek God. And the same thing that we are hiding from, that we think that we're helping ourselves from, when we actually seek God and meet him face to face and have a real encounter with him, then we can be 
healed Brother Rodney from the same thing that we're hiding from. Can somebody say amen? We're hiding from this and we're hiding from that. But God, when we meet God, hallelujah, hallelujah, he can bless us. That's why we sung the song, we have no reason to fear. We don't have any reason to run away because God is actually looking for us. He's looking to bless us. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. We got to come and move from hider to seeker. The second reason is that we need to become seekers, not just for God. We need to become seekers of God, and we need to be seekers of others who are hiding. Can somebody say amen? Uh, When we come in and the people, not just the people that are out there, but the people in here, we need to seek after each other. We need to say, hey, it's okay for you to come out of hiding. It's okay for you in this, in this group that you can come out uh, of hiding, uh, hallelujah, in this family. You can come out. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be uh, a spotless, hallelujah. It is he that makes it, that perfects us. It is he that washes us. It is he that cleanses us. He is, hallelujah, he is a Jehovah. Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Mekadesh. He is our righteousness. Can somebody say amen? It is him. It is he that has done that. Hallelujah. You can come out of hiding. You can come out from behind the tree. You can come out from behind all of that hurt. We can come out from behind all of that unforgiveness. You can come out from behind all of whatever it is that you are going through. Can somebody say amen? You don't have to hide behind that anymore you it's time to tell someone else that you it's time for you to come out of hiding in fact i want you to turn to somebody and say uh, somebody it's time for you to come out of hiding Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God has called us to be seekers, for us to seek him and then to tell other people that you don't got to hide no more. You don't have to be ashamed anymore. You don't have, hallelujah, hallelujah, that God has not given you a spirit of fear. In fact, God is not, condemnation does not come from the Lord. Hallelujah. Conviction comes from the Lord, which is a drawing thing. Condemnation is going and pushing something away. Can Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. He did not come to condemn us. Hallelujah. But he came to set us free. Hallelujah. In the scripture, Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Can somebody say amen? We need to turn from hiders into seekers. We need to seek God, and we need to seek others that are hiding. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. In uh, the game that we used to have, I don't know, hallelujah, but I don't know if I'm mixing games, but I believe, I know, we played different games. We called it something. We played hide and go seek. You played hide and seek. But in one of the games, we used to say this. We used to say, uh, hallelujah, after somebody counted, uh, after they counted down from 10 or they counted down from 20, they said, come out, come out wherever you are. Did they say that in your game? Also, we play the same game, right? Come out, ready or not, here I come. That's another one, huh? hallelujah. Ready or not, here I come. You never, yeah, well, hey, 
You never heard, come out, come out wherever you are? All right, well, praise God. Have you heard that? Yeah, thank you. So we play different versions. It's all right, all right. You know, no knocking on different versions. Amen. Amen. But hallelujah, I, I believe that uh, God is telling us to tell each other, come out, come out wherever you are, you, wherever you're hiding from, wherever uh, you felt that you need to hide from, whatever countdown that you were on. God is telling you this morning, come out, come out wherever you are. You don't have to hide anymore. Hallelujah. We rebuke the enemy right now because the enemy may be telling some people, no, go ahead and still hide behind it. It's a good hiding place. Nobody will ever find you back here. But all the while, while you're hiding, you're also dying. Can somebody say amen? But if we become face to face with the Savior, he has life in his hands. If we put our hands in him, we'll have life. Can somebody say amen? There was a woman with the issue of blood, and she could have stayed in hiding. Hallelujah. She could have stayed shut up, but she came out uh, from hiding and she pushed away to have an encounter with the Lord. And when she had an encounter with the Lord, she was healed of her disease. Can somebody say amen? So when you push your way out into uh, have an encounter with the Lord, you can push your way today. How many of you pushed your way through this rain today? Hallelujah. We didn't come through this rain we didn't come to church just to leave the same way. But for hallelujah, I'm glad that I came to church seeking an encounter from the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can somebody say amen? If you're in hiding, come out from behind the hurt. In fact, we used to, uh, and there was another version of these games. You know, I'm realizing by talking to y'all, there was many versions but there's one version where if you got caught, if you got tagged, then you became part of the seeking crew. Okay? Is that, are we still in the same game? All right. You, I know y'all played a different in Mansfield. You know, they had different in Mansfield. Yeah. He said, whoever throws the horseshoe then gets, you know, that's, yeah, amen, amen. So, yeah, but, but what they said, when you tag, when you tag the person, and they're with you, then they become a seeker too. And so what I want you to do, I, I, I'm, I'm doing this uh, as an example. I'm, I'm through this message, uh, this message, the Lord is tagging you and saying, huh, you're now, I want you to turn from being a hider into a seeker. Hallelujah. He's coming around and tagging you saying, yeah, you're it. You're it. I'm tagging you. I'm, I'm tagging you. I'm tagging you. I want you to become a seeker. Seek me and then go and seek other people. I want you to tag them with your words. I want you to tag them with something that you're saying on this week. I want you to tag. You're it. You're it. You're it. You're, you can't turn around. You can't go back to high. That's not your role anymore. Your role is not a hider anymore. Your role is a seeker. Now you're a seeker. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're a seeker. You need, we need to move from being a, a hider into a seeker. Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. You're it. You're it. Come on. Come on. You're on this team. Come on. We got to find um, uh, all of the people that are hiding from the Lord. People are hiding from themselves. People from that are hiding from different things. Can somebody say amen? There's overwhelming proof that the value, that the key is to become a seeker. And the good news is that no matter how long you've been hiding, hallelujah, no matter where you've been hiding, 
No matter what you've been hiding, no matter what you've been hiding from, Jesus has paid the price to redeem you and that you can come back and that you got a chance to pivot and move from becoming a hider to a seeker. The question is, are you saved? Romans 10, 9 says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. My question to you is, are you 100% uh, sure that you are going to spend eternity with the Lord? Are you 100% sure? If you're 75% sure, if you're 50% sure, if you're 25% sure, if you're 95% sure, I, I think we caught everybody. If you're 99% sure, hallelujah, you need to have some assurance today. That doubt right there is an indication that the enemy is trying to weave his way in you. No, you are saved. You need to have assurance. You need to have assurance. So right now, I'm empowering you with the power of the Holy Spirit. Because one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is faithfulness. Hallelujah, to believe. And so if there's any doubt, uh, then that means that we need to dive in. We need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. We need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So hallelujah, so let that doubt, uh, let's be enveloped by faithfulness, hallelujah, that he can wash away that doubt. Hallelujah. Are you 100% sure? This is Pastor Curtin, and I thank you for listening to the It's Happening Now podcast. We pray that you are blessed by the word of God today. Join us in person Wednesday, 7 p.m. for the Table Bible Studies and Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship. The Generation Center is located at 365 East 156th Street in Cleveland, Ohio, 44110. You can also reach us on the web at www.thegencenter.org. That's T-H-E-G-E-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. Like us on Facebook. Listen, we're going to the new level that God has called us, and we're going together. So let's 